Speak Live. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast today... Wait, cops and on pots and pans? Hey, big fella, how are you? Hey, we are back. I know. It's Again. Been, it's been ages since we've done a podcast, and yes. uh, I'm sick of people bailing me up in the street going, when he's doing another podcast? Well, here we are. I keep blaming you. <laughs> I'm like mean? that other useless red-headed biatch. Yeah, I'm always uh, <laughs> working. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, so we thought... I hit you up the other day, didn't I? Yep. And, like, literally a week ago, well, we should podcast tonight. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then you've messaged me back and gone, um, I've got to go film some sports and I've got to go film tonight. And I'm like, yeah, all right, well, we'll do it tomorrow night. I'm like, curses, stood up again. And then, and Foiled then, it every turn. And then I rung you, rung you then and I'm like, uh, yeah, about that. I'm going to go film basketball now tonight. <laughs> you twat. Um, but no, it's good to be back here doing another podcast and look, ton of stuff to talk about. We won't fit it all in in this podcast. Yeah. Um, but fun stuff. You went to see a movie the other week without me. Jurassic World. Jurassic World 2. I know. Like, actually, because you, you've messaged me and gone, do you want to come and see this movie with me? I'm like, A, I'm in Brisbane. B, I'm not a Jurassic <laughs> Park fan. C, my wife would be upset if I saw it without her because Danny loves mm. Jurassic Park, right? Me, I'm like, meh. It, um, and to be honest... Look, watching all the trailers and everything, I just thought, you know what? This is just Jurassic Park, The Lost World. It's a reboot of that. Was it? it? it, 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 It's essentially the same idea where they go onto the island, capture the dinosaurs, take them back to the mainland, and all hell breaks loose. And guess what happens in this one? Exactly that. They go onto (laughs) the island, take the the dinosaurs, all hell breaks loose back on the mainland. Typical. But you know what? Uh, I think the director did a really good job in this. It was almost, I'm not going to say a perfect sequel, but it's it's a bit like uh, Deadpool where it wasn't trying to retread the same ground as the original original yeah what they did is in this they've taken it and sort of made it a sort of old-fashioned universal monster movie oh you know, okay. haunted house type thing at the end oh so okay so now you've piqued my interest yeah. so, as i said um i'm not a massive fan um of of the jurassic park movies I actually mm-hmm. watched uh, not by choice <laughs> uh the father-in-law had it on and it was just like we're all watching this uh, a couple of weeks ago and it was it was it was the lost world one wasn't it it was the one with jeff goldblum yeah oh well jeff goldblum's in my um, and fucking vince vaughn man yeah. geez he was young back yes. then um and look i watched it and i hadn't seen it in years like literally since i was a teenager and mm-hmm. i'm like no nah, it still does nothing for me really yeah i've just never gotten into those films but how was Chris Pratt in this new one? Because I, it, what was the, the last Jurassic Park mm-hmm. film that he did? Yep, I did watch that with the wife. Yep, yep. Um, and all I could think of the whole time I'm watching him, I'm like, he's Indiana Jones. Guess what they did Passed in this? Him. They, they did the exact same thing in this, and I, I swear to God, it's the exact same piece of land in Hawaii yeah. with him running towards the camera as Indiana Jones was running out of the jungle uh, really? towards the camera with the, uh, the the islanders behind him. Well, this time he's got um, dinosaurs, dinosaurs running, running behind him. It, yeah. it, you could take those two scenes, overlap them, and it'd be, you know... Almost a mirror thing. Yep. Okay, so... Um, Some, someone's there going, you know what? But apparently Spielberg's already come out and said, no, uh, Harrison Ford will be doing the, the next one. It'll be yeah. the, last, the last one with and Harrison we're fi- And they're going to be filming it at the end of this year, apparently. I think so. And I'm like, what, is he going to be on a fucking Zimmer frame? And, <laughs> and mumbling? No one will understand. They'll have to have subtitles <laughs> in the cinema because no one can understand him. Yeah. Um, but I, I reckon they should have just gone with Chris Pratt yeah, yeah. Have gone, yeah, we're going to do Indiana Jones. Because imagine the films. You can still do years' worth of films yes. with Chris Pratt as, the, as Indy. And yeah. you can fill in between yes. The, yes. Um, like the, the stories of young Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and then Harrison Ford's Indiana yes. Jones. You yep. can do stories based in around... Exactly. You exactly. Know, you don't need to set... Like, you don't want Indiana Jones set in a modern 
time. No, no. Like, it just doesn't work. Like, it, it was interesting, uh, the Crystal Skull version, where they did it in the 50s, and it was kind of... I hated it, that. It, it, was, it was interesting that they decided to do that, yeah. because all, the only times I can remember Indiana Jones is against the Nazis. Yeah, well, it's, and not only that, they brought aliens into it, yeah. whereas uh, it was always religious yes. relics and yes. stuff like that, yes. which, which to me was, was always such a cool aspect of yep. Indiana Jones. Yep. And I hated, absolutely hated uh, mm-hmm. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I was just like, what the... With with all the religious iconography that it could have been, it could have, yeah. or it could have even been like the uh, the Fountain of Youth, you know, like it could have been anything that they'd found, you know. Oh, he could have even if you went away from the whole religious aspect yeah. and had it done. Um, imagine if he was searching for El Dorado. Yes, you yes. know, like how cool would that well, have been? The, you've got you've got the the Incan temples and stuff like yeah. that. If you really wanted it, yeah, go get Spielberg. Come on. We're giving you ideas here. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you, you, what'd you rate it? The Jurassic, you, Jurassic You know what? Out of uh, 10, I'd, I'd give it about a 9. Really? I really enjoyed it. And, and the fact that, like I said, it didn't try to redo it. It yep. did it in a different way that I really enjoyed. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think if I've seen any cool movies. Like, I haven't been to the cinema for mm-hmm, a while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, Ant-Man and the Wasp is coming out this week. Yes. We're hoping to go and see that very soon. Um, but... Uh, I don't know about you, big fella. Mm. Um, I've had to talk to a few customers as they've been coming through the door. I seem to see a bit of a pattern forming. Once upon a time, go back even 12 months ago, yep. a superhero film would come out, I would be there opening day. Yes. We'd go yes. that night yep. or we'd go the night before to the launch mm-hmm. or whatever else. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to, to lose interest in all these superhero it's a, films. It's a bit of superhero overload at I the think moment. it is. I think uh, it's not just me. As I've been talking to a few customers and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm guessing you've probably rushed out and seen the movie and they're like, no, I'll, I'll wait a couple of weeks. Yep. Yep. I still haven't seen Solo. No, same. I mean, and I'm, re- I'm I really g'd up to see it. I think it. it's off now. It's not even ah, on the cinema. Shit. It's, yeah, we'll have to dig deep. I was only thinking about that last night. Uh, so I missed that. Uh, we did go to see uh, Avengers. Obviously, mm-hmm. we saw that one on the big screen. Um, Incredibles two. I haven't seen that no, yet. Not yet either. Yeah. Um, you know, and you don't need a kid to go and see that. Apparently, <laughs> like a lot of people, are like I won't see that unless I have a kid. And I'm like, screw that. I've been more. I'm interested, a silly kid. Interested in television series. Yes, we. Like Westworld is finished. Oh, you. <laughs> I couldn't watch it the day it came out. Our, our uh, Netflix, yeah. uh, not Netflix, our Foxtel app uh, glitched. And and all across the world, Netflix glitched as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, you've you've got other ways of getting hold of these series. <laughs> and you've, you've messaged me like, oh, hurry up. Have you watched it? I need to talk to you. And I'm like, man, I can't watch it till How tomorrow. How many memes have you seen out where it's a guy uh, on a swing in a, in a <laughs> playground all by himself? And a, that when was you've you. Wa- when you've watched Westworld and no one else has. <laughs> Like, oh, I just need to talk to someone about it. And literally, I got home the next night, and yep, cool, the app's working again. Yep. Pop it through the PS4 on the TV, and I think I was halfway through, and you're messaging me going, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? Come on! I'm like, oh, I'm halfway there. Get off the phone. Um, but how good Make sure you it? watch to the end of the credits. You didn't. I, well, I, I must have watched it and then forgotten about that entire scene after I it. I had to talk to you about the end and you've gone... Uh, did they what? do that? Oh, hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, are you sure you like we're watching the same show? Because the second last episode had credit after credit sequence as well. Yeah. Well, we, that's the one I was reason, thinking we about. Didn't al- we don't always get those through the Foxtel Girl. Yeah, because it sort of minimizes app. the image. It does, and, yeah. It says, do you want to watch this this other show? Yeah, so we don't always get that. But uh, no, we got, got the... the the tail end of the credits, and I can't wait for season. Mm. You've said they're filming. I I, I imagine. Or, or they film soon or something. They'll have to, won't they? Um, see, that's another one. Game know, of Thrones is still Game of Thrones there. Is still, it's yet to come uh, to coming out, but mm. I can't wait because that I just I'll be binging every and week. You were, you were saying every week the episode is going to be an hour and a half long. 
No, someone, well, someone, told, told, someone told us that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but um, look, I can't wait. That'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who, it was September, late August, early September. Have you seen the it? It's leaked Who? online. What's that? The episode, the first episode's no. leaked online, and BBC have lost their shit. I think I just heard a scream. That's probably my wife, and like she's a <laughs> suburb away. She's probably furiously listening to this and starting to, 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 yeah. to search for it. Nefarious means, yes. Uh, they, are, they have absolutely lost their shit at whoever's leaked I was going to say, Sony had a similar problem the other day, didn't they, where someone uploaded a whole film instead to, of a trailer. To YouTube. They, to YouTube. Yeah, you could have watched the entire movie for like two hours before they went, oh shit. That's the wrong file. Didn't yeah. they? Just, like, you know, I'm, they must have got the work experience kid to come to I was going to say, Ginge, I'm not computer savvy. <laughs> <laughs> not really. But even I would know that if it come up and said your upload for like a trailer is going to take four hours mm. to upload to YouTube, mm. you'd be sitting there going... I think I might have fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I can't remember which film it was. It it, it looked like it was an independent film that, uh, yeah, that you might not have usually gone to see. So hopefully a bit of the press, you know, has (laughs) has put some light on this movie that people might go, oh. Speaking of trailers, we're only like two weeks away from San Diego Comic Con. Mm. Now they reckon we'll get a full Aquaman trailer. That's Um, Shazam teaser. Now have you seen the posters, the big billboards in LA? For Shazam? No. Oh, well, you're going to be over there in a couple of weeks. I'll take some photos and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll send them back. Please do. You're going to be in LA. You're heading over for, what, two, three weeks? Yep. Yeah, in LA and then Vegas and then San Francisco. Oh, and you're actually, now you you, you got me all excited yesterday. Yeah. Because you're going to see Kevin Smith over there, aren't you? I am. I just just on a whim, I thought, you know what? I've got I've got a couple of days spare in LA. You yeah, know, what will I go have a look at? Because they're recording. Is it Fat Man on Batman? They're recording Fat Man on Batman, and it's uh, if you've ever seen because they upload the videos to YouTube. Yep. they are there in, in the can- cantina there that looks like the cantina from Star Wars. Oh, okay, cool. And yeah, you can go there and you can put your merchandise up on the counter. So during the the podcast while they're they're talking, they'll sign the um. Yeah. The so you're going to take over my Kevin Smith pop vinyl for me? Yeah. You're a good man. And get, and get it signed there. You're a legend. Uh, get him to sign the box, not the actual figure itself, please. Really? Uh, what? <laughs> I, no, I want the figure in mint, man. I want oh. mint. Um, It'd be worth way more if you had his. Not really. Nah. He's got Hollyweed. Um, mm. There's a little trailer went up the other day. The, the trailer went went so, up the other day. So it's it's essentially been described as clerks, but in a in a dispensary for marijuana. For, for marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it looks like that that at the beginning of this year they they filmed a pilot for for a series. No, uh, no it was filmed uh, earlier than that. Was it? It was two years ago. Jeez, oh, twenty sixteen. The beginning of last year. No, twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, because that's what he said. Shit. It sat there on his desktop. Yep. And now, now it looks like it's it's going to get life because yeah. he he keep playing it back every yep. once in a while yep. and go. I can't believe that didn't get picked up. Yeah. He had to shoot some extra little yeah, tail scenes to sort of finish the story of, to the, finish of it. the episode. He's lost so much weight, yeah. but he said um, it works. Like, he put a photo up the other day, and yep. he has, like, you see the difference yeah. in him. Um, but he reckons it actually works with the story arc, mm-hmm. too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, the, Holly the, Weed, the, keep an eye out for that because he said, I think, in the next week or so, there'll be information about when and where it's going to air. Cool. Uh, but sadly, Comic Book Men has been cancelled. Mm. Seven series they got, didn't they? They uh, they got to like 95 episodes. Yeah, not quite 100. Not quite 100, yeah. But uh, that was, what, seven seasons. So it did well for a little independent yes. um, show. Yep. That's that's pretty bloody good. I, I, I must admit, though, towards... You know, towards a couple of years into it, I started because it's not free to air in Australia. No, but I never. Th- it I was started hard. losing you guys because uh, once again, I'm not a pirate. Um, har har. Uh, but you guys mind. are, so you get stuff for me. You and, and a few other trusted mates, mm-hmm. and you guys were starting to really struggle to find yeah. 
copies, yep. weren't you? Yep. Like to be able to rip down and, 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 and it, share around. It's that whole thing again. If it was freely available to get... Yeah. You, you know? Now, this is what bugs me. Okay? If it was on Netflix or if it was on Hulu or Speaking something. of this, and streaming services, yeah. this ties perfectly into what I, I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. DC Universe, right? Yes. So DC have launched this thing. Yes. There was a big promo about it. Yep. There's you know, a lot of this is coming and... It's essentially DC's own streaming service it's where you've everything got a curated, curated list of um, digital comics that they'll change every mm-hmm. month. That if you pay for the streaming service, you can read them online. Yep. Um, old cartoons, old movies, DC mm-hmm. uh, superhero movies and cartoons, and the, original the latest ones content. with Arrow and, and Flash. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Titans, uh, yes. Swamp Thing, Harley Quinn. There's a new Young Justice cartoon. Is it, is it Hawk but, and Dove? Uh, Hawk the and new Dove show that most of these are going to be exclusive. Through Yep. This DC streaming service, mm-hmm. right? DC mm-hmm. Universe. They launch it the other day. Guess what? America only. Oh, bullshit. Nope. Even Canadians can't uh, get on board. It's not available in Canada, UK, Australia. Um, and it's just literally America. Because, the Mexicans of, can't even get it. Because of licensing issues. That's Must what be. it's over. Now, because um, I'm part of a, of a retailer uh, forum mm-hmm. yep. that, that is like a DC Direct. So we, yep. we talk directly to the people who run DC Comics and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had to put a, a, a yeah. question there the other day. And I said, look... Um, Will this be rolled out internationally? Because you've got a lot of other people here commenting saying yeah. that you know they're in the UK, Canada, wherever else. I'm in Australia. Um, you know, our fans want to get mm. this streaming service. I, me as a retailer, I want to. Yeah. I pay for it to put it in the shop here. Yep. Uh, yeah, we could cycle through these movies and, and new TV shows. Um, and I said, you know, like you'd have viewing parties here at the, 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 yeah, the, the exactly. shop. Exactly. But I actually put, you know, not that I condone it. But Australians are the largest illegal downloaders mm-hmm. in the world. I can guarantee you that they will not wait for you to roll out a service that's yep. watered down or whatever for the Australian market. Like, yep. you know. And all I got back from one of the higher ups at DC was a good question. We'll look into it. Oh, that's all I got. I was like, "Mirror Man, we'll look much. into yeah, it. We'll look we'll into look it." Into it. Um, so I was a bit disappointed with that, and I think DC. Uh, and, and this is the thing. Remember, once upon a time, like literally only two or three years ago, <laughs> it was Netflix. Netflix. Yes. Hulu, but we didn't really get over here. Yeah. That was it. Yep. Now, Disney's going to spin out their own streaming yes. service. Yes. You've got Amazon. I've got their streaming service, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, isn't it? You've now got, yeah, DC is spinning out their own. It's going to get harder and harder for the consumer yes. to find these, um, you know, these digital shows or whatever else mm-hmm. in one easy format. That exactly. Was, that was the beauty of Netflix. Oh, if I sign on to Netflix, I get all these programs. Exactly. Now, and, and I pay blah a month. Now you're going to be paying four or five uh, subscriptions and you have to choose what's worth it. Do yeah. I want to watch this show? It's going to force people to illegally download. It, it is. Because they're going to go, I can't afford to have pay for five different streaming services exactly. each month. Especially when you only want three or four shows. shows. Often. It's not like I sit there and watch everything that comes on Netflix. Don't get me wrong, I watch a fucking lot of stuff on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the toys that made us. Yes, uh, really enjoyed did you that series. In the last I did. Series? I did. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I like the fact that they they haven't stretched themselves too far to do too many episodes. Yep, yep. They actually real quality. Did you check out um, the doco on Funko Pop? No, making fun the history of Funko. 
Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, the history. And uh, it follows, like, the history of the company, because that's back when they first formed Funko. They used to do the Wacky Wobblers, and mm-hmm. that was what they were mainly known for. Then, of course, they, um, I think it was 2010, 2011, they went into, they started making the pop vinyls. Yes. And, of course, that's now what the company's known for. Yep. But they're starting to branch out. They're wanting to do new lines of product. I think they've seen that Funko Pops are kind of... They might start... Hit saturation yeah. point. Um, but during this, this doco, they actually go around to different collectors, and you see the Ooh. different, how people house their collections. Man, some of these people, holy <laughs> fuck, Ginge. They must have spent just, you know, incalculable mm-hmm. amounts of money. Yep. They've got whole rooms, whole houses in some instances, just filled floor to, you know, the, the walls, floor to ceiling yep. with pop vinyls. I still, uh, and, and a lot of, I see a lot of these collections and they're still in the boxes. Yeah. And I'm. Well, uh, there's, a, there's a, a girl here in, in our own home city here yeah. who, uh, her and her boyfriend, so mm. they're in a two bedroom apartment. Yep. They've had to ditch the bedroom, the the spare bed out of the oh the spare God. bedroom. It is now all three walls and up near the door is just floor to ceiling pop vinyl boxes stacked up. And I thought my collection was crazy. And they've in the, the reason they got rid of the bed is so that they could make a pile that you could walk around in the center in the, of the center room. of the room. That's a collection, isn't it? That's in our own home city. So she's a diehard pop fan. She we, we collects should, we everything. Should, we should go to, go, go and, and do a little video on there. Their collection. Yeah, we should try and organise that one yeah, day. That'd, that'd be, be cool. quite, kind of cool. It'd be also scary because some people might go, oh, my God, that's an addiction. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, fantastic. It's called uh, Making Fun, mm-hmm. the history of Funko or whatever it is. It's, it's on um, uh, Netflix, also on Netflix, if you're mm-hmm. a Lego fan like me. Yeah. Um, the Lego company opened the Lego house in Billund okay. in, uh, in, in, in that, the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's the home city or hometown of Lego. And they built this building, custom-made building that looks like a bunch mm-hmm. of Lego bricks stacked up. And there's all different areas. And it goes, the, the little doco goes through the conception, the building, and then the opening. Yep. And, oh, my God, if you're a Lego fan, you will just, you will cream your pants when you watch it. <laughs> Seriously. They have actually, there's a basement level in it where they went, we've got all these amazing old sets and boxes and everything else, mm. like, you know, that they've kept, originals, yep. Yep. hidden away in, in a room head office mm-hmm. no one ever saw them apart from staff yep. they went we need to make it like a mini museum so they've put it behind glass with sure. really special lighting everything else and you it's fucking amazing you, if you won the lotto <laughs> you'd lay out your own collection room like that it's amazing um, and yeah they've actually got to stop this one of the girls she's there describing it and she goes our biggest hassle is um, the guy who's who's still like the the yeah, you know, he's the grandson of the founder, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. still runs the company. And he's there trying to help him, like get ready for opening day. So he's, but he's starting to build and play with some of the original <laughs> sets. And she's like, "No, no, no, it's display." You know, like so she's up the founder. Um, you know. Because he's just wanting to play with the Lego sets. Because we were over there watching Westworld at your place, and you're like, no, no, I've got to sit you down. You sit there. I'm going to put this Lego doco oh, on. Oh, that was on the the, the, uh, the making, uh, the toys that made us, and, that and I, episode. I, I, I love that they were talking about how the original moulds, they threw, threw them in the ground and buried them. They did. They used them in the... the so um, no, one, no one else could get those moulds to, to copy of them? Yeah, they, they put them in the foundations of any new building that they built. <sighs> yeah. That's... They'd be fucked now. You wouldn't be able to use them. But mm. uh, I'm sorry if I annoyed you when I was playing you that episode because I had to keep stopping and going, I now, had that I set did. there. Now, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I gave you a little hit because I've always been a big Lego nut. Um, and there was some stuff. It's a good episode, but mm. it doesn't delve into uh, you know detail on a lot of it stuff. Did, it, did, it didn't show the, uh, the castle that I had where you could uh, swing open the castle so that it was longer. Yeah. 
and the little uh, you know jail cells and stuff that I had as a kid. Yep. I didn't see that one on there. No. I was they could put, every, put everything well, in there. Well, they could have at least put that one on there. Oh, Ginge. Just for me? Just for you. All the way from the Netherlands? You poor little precious peanut. Yeah. Um, Comic-wise, mm. um, some some interesting announcements. Mm-hmm. There's a new series coming up from Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermijo. Okay. Now, they're the guys who did, like, uh, Batman Noel yes, and, yes, yes. and Joker, you know, the standalone graphic novel. I always, I always like Lee Bermijo's art. Ah, it's beautiful. He always makes it? Batman look awesome. He's doing Batman Damned. Okay. okay, now it's going to be a three part. This comes out under DC's new Black Label um, imprint. This cover looks cool. Mate, it's going to be phenomenal, okay? But it's not going to be normal comic size. What? A lot of retail, a lot oh my of fans God, what's going on here now? They're doing it what they call European size. So it's, so a, it's essentially smaller or larger? No, larger, like a magazine. The thing's always larger in Europe. Apparently I thought, so. they, were, I thought they were always larger in America. <laughs> no, no. Americans like to tell themselves that. <laughs> um, brackets. Um, anyway. How could Americans make things bigger? It's could they just a, rub it? <laughs> it's as big as their egos. Um, I apologise to any American listeners who may get offended by that. <laughs> No, I don't. You deserve it. Um, anyway, they're doing it prestige, three prestige format uh, books, mm-hmm. right? Issues, square bound. Oh, really? Like the old prestige format. Wow. But it's going to be magazine size. Okay. So it won't fit in your normal comic boxes, but I tell you what, the artwork, being in that bigger format, Libra Mijo's artwork, display it on your shelf. going to look awesome. Yeah. And apparently, so in it, um, he teams up with John Constantine. Ooh. So, yeah, that's where the Ooh, whole deal like, it's, it's got like a, yeah, I should say, mm-hmm. if I can read. Let me just, let me mm-hmm. peruse and find this for you. Tom King's got a new series coming up to a seven-part series called Heroes in Crisis, um, which is going to be pretty bloody cool. Where are we? Batman the Damned. Uh, okay, you ready? The Joker is dead. There's no doubt about that. But whether Batman finally snapped his scrawny neck or some other sinister force in Gotham City did the deed is still a mystery. Problem is, Batman can't remember. And the more he digs into this case, the more his mind starts to doubt everything he's uncovering. So who better to set him straight then? John Constantine. Problem is that as much as John loves a good mystery, he loves messing with people's heads even more. So with John's help, the pair will delve into the sordid underbelly of Gotham as they race toward the mind-blowing truth of who murdered the Joker. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a bi-monthly supernatural horror story by uh, Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermijo, as I said. So mm, okay. this thing goes on sale mid-September. So okay. get your pre-orders in now with your local comic shop. They, have a look mm. at that preview art there in the... Oh, hell yeah. It's just beautiful. His style is phenomenal, isn't it? So I, I'm recommending this one. Get your if orders If you enjoyed in. Noel... Yeah, you'll love this one. Um, Yeah, uh, pre-orders, get them in now to your local comic shop. Three-part series. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be great. And this is all part of DC's initiative of of Black Label. So Batman White Knight, it's now going to come out, the first collected edition of it is coming out as a Black Label book. It's more of a mature reader's type. Yeah. Type series. Um, So they're going to play around. Every book will be a different format. So it won't be Vertigo. It'll be... No, DC Black Label. Black Label, yeah. yeah. There's still Vertigo. Vertigo's yeah. around, but it's this is more your regular DC heroes okay. and, and that kind of stuff. You reckon Zatanna's going to come into this? Being I that hope sort so. of, I that love sort Zatanna. Of, you know? Can you imagine Lee Bermijo drawing Zatanna? Oh! <sighs> Hello, sir! I think we just need a moment there just uh, to... <laughs> <laughs> um, currently at the moment, Batman 50. I'm not going to ruin it. Yeah? New York Times tried to do that this week. Uh, caused a massive upset with retailers in America. This is Are you the talking about thing, the, the whole, marriage? The bat and the cat. Allegedly. Right? And good thing you say allegedly, because as I said, we're not going to ruin it for you unless it's already been spoiled. Um, but shops in America and mm-hmm. UK, there was one here in Australia, I think, they did like special midnight releases, all this kind of thing for the book. Because DC was saying 
this book is is going to be like the death of, of Superman, <laughs> right? Order big. Get these books. <laughs> and, of course, retailers are like, okay. And they did. Yep. Stores went and ordered store special store variants, you yep. know, that were limited just to that store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's thousands of comics you've got to buy to get that. Yeah. We're talking big dollars there. You've got to outlay as a, as a retailer. Mm. Stores went and organized Mar- like I did see a video we- online wedding recreating, yeah. No, not recreating. Some people got married oh, in the really? shop. They'd have a civil celebrant there dressed oh. in, a, in a, like a tux with a bat cowl, bat yeah. cowl on, um, and they would get married in the store oh. that night. And so the store had put on like these um, beautiful cakes, um, you know, wow. like wedding cakes done with Batman and Catwoman on mm. and everything else. Um, when the news broke that the New York Times had ruined the story, retailers were furious. They had people saying, oh, we're not going to bother coming to the midnight launch now. We're not going to do this. Because I did see a video online of people dressed up as Batman and Catwoman. A lot of stores pushed ahead with it and yeah. said, forget what the New York Times told you. This is still an awesome book. Yeah. You've got to pick this up. Tom King, the writer, came out. He was pissed about it. Um, DC did it on purpose. And this is the shitty thing. DC what? DC did it. They leaked it. Well, not leaked it. They gave the story to the New York Times. Yeah. And said, oh, and when the retailers went, why would you do that? And they went, oh, you know, we knew people would um, ruin it before it We'd hit comic shop shelves. We'd be proactive about it. You know, like someone will get an early copy of it somewhere along the chain and they'll ruin it no. um, anyway. So we thought we'd be proactive. And what? retailers went, no, you did the wrong thing. So DC's now um, trying to work with retailers to lessen the blow. Most retailers, and I'm one of them, yeah. were sold out. Oh, really? Right. I haven't got a single copy left on shelf. Well, we, that's good for you then. Yeah, exactly. Within two days' worth of sales, gone. Yeah. Most of my box customers who pre-ordered it, they've already picked their copies up. Some mm-hmm. have bought the variant covers, everything else. I'm happy. We yeah. sold out. Yep. Other retailers in America and around the world, not so happy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to go forward. Hopefully, DC's learned a lesson from this and, mm. and won't do something so stupid <laughs> again. Uh, but seriously, Batman number 50, go pick it up, read it. Yeah. Um, now, Tom King has already said he's only halfway through his 100 issues. He's going to be on Batman for 100 issues. Yep. He's, got, he's got this big story, you know, with little stories in between that he's working but, but on. But also a giant story arc. He said we're only halfway there. He said, this ah. is only the halfway point. Have faith in me. And I do. I have faith in him as a writer. He's a pretty freaking good writer. Yeah. Spinning out of this whole thing is Catwoman number one. That just hit the shelves as, as well. Oh, my God, Joelle Jones. Her artwork is phenomenal. If you've yeah. never checked her out, Lady Killer from Dark Horse is one of her books. Okay. Um, and she's been doing a lot of work on Batman for probably the last 12 months, quite a few issues, yeah. her and um, Mikkel G- uh, Jenin. Um, Joelle Jones, her style is phenomenal. It's just a beautiful style awesome. of, of artwork. She's also writing Catwoman. Ooh. Read the first issue. Blew my mind. Yeah. Holy cry. It, and it's it's great. It flows on from Batman 50 oh, in great. a way. Catwoman's had to flee Gotham. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's all I'll say. She's out in a different city and, oh, my God, fantastic. Really good. Mm. So there's two picks there right, the right there. The thickens. It is fantastic, sir. Mm. Um, Brian Michael Bendis, believe it or not, I haven't hated his Superman work. <laughs> uh, his Man of, St- Man of Steel number six came out this week. I haven't read it yet. I've read the other five. Yep. And he's, he's, he's had me hooked. Mm. It's been good. I'm, I'm keen Maybe to he was see. just writing for the wrong team. Maybe he was. Maybe his work... I, you know, his early work at Marvel was good. I think he just got burnt out. I think yeah. he was there too long. Yep. And, you know, we don't want him to do the same thing at DC, for, for the love of God. Um, but, yeah, Man of Steel has mm. been good. Superman hits shells next week. Number Ooh. one, Superman number one. Um, and so that's going to be an exciting time. Amazing Spider-Man number one comes out next week from um, Marvel as well. But I'll tell you, my Marvel pick at the moment... Donny Cates, you know, the guy who did Redneck, uh, God Country. He's okay. been doing Thanos over at Marvel. 
I think I've said before how much I love his writing style. Phenomenal stuff, right? Donny Cates. He has been writing the new Venom series. Oh. I've never been a Venom fan, oh, right? Yeah. I am fucking hooked <laughs> on Venom. His Venom take on Venom. It's Eddie Brock back as Venom. Yes, yes, yes. Venom. The whole story, and I'm not going to ruin it for you, but the whole story arc, and you see within the first issue, mm. um, everyone just thinks, oh, yeah, okay, Venom, one symbiote there, yes, you know? Yep. No, the military back in Nam had Ooh. five guys that they um, bonded with symbiotes. Yeah, yeah. They were like a special force. So there's a miniseries coming out Ooh. soon called... Um, uh, Van Nam. So, like, yeah, you know, which is going to delve back into that history. And so, this military guy shows up and says to Eddie, you know, do you know its name? How long you had it? You know, and, and Eddie yep. Brock's like, what, what do you want about? And he's like, you're a fledgling. You're like, you, you have no idea how to control your symbiote. You don't know the symbiote yep. inside and out like you should. Yep. These things can be used as a weapon. Um, and he's like, but there's something big coming. And it Ooh. turns out there's like a symbiote god. There's ancient god. Huh. So there's little bits of flashback to like um, the Vikings Ooh. trying to hold out the you know, this Viking fortress and this, this ancient symbiote's trying to get... These things have been Damn. on Earth... For a long, long time. That's so cool. it changes the whole thing of Venom. You just go, yeah. holy shit, Eddie Brock isn't the be-all and end-all. Yep. But in this, he's still trying to be a, you know, trying to be a good guy and trying not to kill. Yep. He's trying to keep his symbiote under control. And this this um, uh, vet, this military vet's like, I'm gonna, I can help you yeah. with this. Three issues in. Wow. Ryan Stegman's artwork is just phenomenal. Like, it's just, it suits Venom so well. Yeah. Um, seriously. It's, there's a second printing out of number one, Venom number one. Go pick it up. If, if your comic shop sold out, they hopefully have second printing. Huh. Um, we've just sold out the second printing. We've got to try to get more of it back in. Um, it, yeah, look, honestly, five out of five. Donny Cates has nailed this series. Fucking nailed it. Damn. So there you go. That's just some comic stuff I, I was going to talk about. Anything mm. else you've got? Um, uh, happy birthdays for this week. Yes. Burt Ward. Turns seventy three this this does he this week the Robin the boy one he's not so much a boy anymore no it's a wonder he's still standing no and uh, one year younger than him at seventy two Rambo Sylvester Stallone Stallone he's seventy two and I tell you what have a look at the, the photos of the two <laughs> one year side. does a does a big difference doesn't it <laughs> I'm not, I'm not don't be like that I that's what I, people are saying yeah but you know what whatever Sly Stallone's on. I want some of what he's on. Remember when he when he was in Australia a couple of years ago and he got done for like horse tranquilizers and he nah, had to, had nah, to, I mean no, nah. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does growth hormone and everything, doesn't he? He, 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 on the, he uh, injects it in his butt name. cheek or something daily or a couple times a day. How does he sit down with all those needle marks in I'd his ass? I'd hate to be injected in the ass. <laughs> Bert Ward, 73. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to mention is I also checked out the movie Terminal. Yep. With Harley Quinn herself. Who, Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. Now, this is an English movie, right? Yeah. It, it looks absolutely phenomenal. The colours, just... Uh, it, it, it almost looks like you're watching Dick Tracy. Oh, really? The, the, the Dick Tracy movie. Yeah. By, uh, Warren Beatty. So, yeah, that, that's a movie to check out. But while watching that, the article popped up that uh, she's announcing that at the end of this year, they're going to be filming Birds of Prey. Yep. So that's a, that's a movie. It, the Birds of Prey movie. They haven't announced who else is going to be in it, but yep. it's going to be at the end of this year. I only was just looking at my box set of the original Birds of Prey TV I series last night. I love that television night. show. It was great. And uh, what they're doing with this movie is they're not going to be throwing millions and millions of dollars like they did with Suicide Squad. Yep. It's going to be a low-budget film. You know what? This is probably what some of these movies need. Not Exactly. You know, take away the expectation of these massive budgets that they've got to perform. Yes. You know, to, to, to these stupid expectations. Yes. And they'll probably do. They'll probably be a hit and be... 
quite good. You don't need these no. mega, mega budgets for some of these films. It's ridiculous. And they're going to go with the R-rated? Ooh, so nice. I guess they're going to be pushing along the lines of Deadpool and stuff like that. Very cool. Um, I, look, it's sad time. There's, mm. there's something sad to finish the podcast off today, and we've, we've purposely tried to hold it off to the tail end of the show here. Um, news just come out today that, sadly, Spider-Man co-creator Steve Ditko passed away, aged 90 years. Yes. Uh, so, very sad. Uh, a reclusive man who, mm. who disappeared pretty much in the 70s from all public life. Yep. Would never do conventions, would never do signings. There's actually a um, Jonathan Ross... Uh, was he? Yes. Did that doco yes. um, where he was in search of Steve Ditko mm. and him and Neil Gaiman actually got to visit. Uh, they weren't allowed to take cameras in because they just rocked up to this address in New yep. York at, uh, at like an office and uh, Steve Ditko kept an office there and um, he allowed them in, no cameras, no nothing and he spoke to them for about 20 minutes and sent them on their way with a little bit of original art and everything else. He was such a reclusive man yeah. and uh, it's sad because, you know, we never got to know more of about him. He never really did anything after he left Marvel. I mean, he, he created a, a superhero at Charlton, um, Mr. A, you know, and that was his own creation. Uh, but he also worked on things, of course. He, he did revamp of Blue Beetle at Charlton Comics. Um, he co-created The Question, one of my all-time favourite Charlton characters, mm. uh, The Creeper, Hawk and Dove. So, you know, he, he did a lot. He wasn't just the co-creator of Spider-Man um, with Stan Lee. Yep. But everyone remembers him mainly for his, his work on the early issues of, of um, Spider-Man. It's how we got Peter Parker looking like a teenager. Mm. I know you, you have followed the story about yes, yes, you know where Stan went to Jack Kirby and said, oh, you know, "We're doing this character called Spider Man, mm-hmm. draw it up." And and Jack did what Jack always does, drew a strong, manly Heroic superhero. Yeah. And Stan's like, "No, no, he's got to be a weak kind of looking teenager, you know." And, and Jack just went, "Ah, oh, look, I don't get it." Yep. And so he took it to Steve, and of course, Steve gave us that iconic Spider Man look. Mm. So very sad. Um, it seems he lived a you know a lonely, reclusive life. Never married. Never, never married. Kids. No kids. Um, but his legacy lives on through Spider-Man. So just, uh, yeah, very sad. Rest in peace, Mr. Ditko. Your artwork has brought joy to many, many people over the generations. They, uh, the article I was reading this morning said that he kept a studio up until the day he died. Yeah, yeah. He, he was still working on his own stuff. Can you imagine all that stuff that's that hasn't been published before that could be sitting? It will be interesting to see what his will uh, entailed. Yeah. Because, you know, with no living re- like family, um, who does it go to? Mm. And, you know, maybe we might see some stuff released in the next couple of years, you know, that's been hidden away f- f- for years that he's been working on. We might see um, some new Steve Ditko stuff, yep. I guess. But, yeah, it's just sad news and, and it's a sad day in, in um, geekdom. Mm. Um, but 90 years of age. He, he did, uh, you know, a good long life. So... And like I say, he left us with an incredible legacy of you know, co-creating these amazing characters, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, uh, and of course, you know, the, the ones at Charlton. So, yeah. Another uh, person that passed away that uh, Australian listeners will probably re- remember is Harry M. Miller, yes. agent to the stars. One of the interesting things about him that I uh, saw in a, an interview was that he organised, because he was a producer, yep. he organised his, his own funeral. Really? So he's, he's got video footage of himself presenting... That will be played at his funeral. Damn, you give me an idea. Yeah. For the Maybe we should do that now. But the only problem is, you know, if you, if you film it now and you end up living for a ripe old age, it's going to look a bit, you know, I've come 
to you from the past. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, the, the, the old footage from the 70s where you're watching it and you're like, oh, that hasn't dated well, has it? <laughs> oh, look, look at those collars on that shirt. Jesus, you know? yeah. He had no hair back then. Then again, he's dead now and he's got no hair. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeez, he went downhill. Ginger, it has been fantastic getting back behind the mic and uh, doing another podcast with you. We need to do this more often. Yes, absolutely. Check out our Facebook page for all the latest information. Exactly. Um, and we'll also try and do some of those little quick videos that yeah. we used to, used to film. Uh, we'll get Let us know what us. you want to, want to see. Yeah. It's great see- to hear uh, you know a bit of information coming back to us. Ginger will be in LA in a couple of weeks. I so you'll, you'll be doing some uh, photos from cool things, geeky things around yeah, LA. I'll film some stuff. Wi-Fi is available now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, last time I went went to America, it was a little bit sparse. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, you couldn't really post much back. That's only I, a few I had, years ago. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. I had like an iPhone 1. Oh, my God, you old man. Oh, yes. <laughs> At least now I could, I've got a decent iPhone, yeah. We'll be back podcasting again very, very soon. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Big thank you to my co-host with the most. Wake up, on Pots and Pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to Geek Speak Live. Stay geeky, Australia. Right, Todd, I, I just want to... I've been trying to get a little bit more journalistic yeah. at the moment. Okay, Ginge, yeah. And, and I've, I've managed to find a website where I found all these phone numbers of not, not so much celebrities, but people that are connected to celebrities. Really? And what, like brothers or Brothers or nephews, and... cousins, twice yep. removed. And I thought, if you'll indulge me, I recorded an interview earlier this week with Barry Disney. Barry Disney. Barry Disney is Walt Disney's... I believe nephew. Okay. Anyway, so I thought you've got me amused, Ginge. All right. Um, take it away, Wade, from earlier this week. Hello. Hello. Um, uh, is that Barry Disney? Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Barry, my name is Wade Copson. I'm from a, uh, a podcast in Australia called Geek Speak Live. Uh, what was it? Uh, Australia. Australia. Yeah, you know, the land down under. Oh, okay. Uh, you're right, kangaroos over Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I was just wondering if, if, if I could uh, have a few moments of your time. We could uh, just do a quick interview with you, sir. Uh, sure. Um, uh, Mr. Disney, um, so you, you're Walt's nephew, I take it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Walt was my, uh, my uncle. What, what, what was he like? Uh, he, was, uh, he, was a, he was a lovely man, uh, uh, but, but, but tight. Uh, never really gave us anything as kids, um, but uh, but yeah, I, the one thing I do have of his is a is a pair of Mickey Mouse uh, underwear that he uh, that he gave me years ago. That's fantastic. Yeah, I still wear them today, but uh, 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 okay. Yeah. Um. So, so so he didn't really share his money around with the uh, family. Uh, no, no, no. At least uh, not my part of the family, anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because because I mean, it, it seemed like he was Uncle Walt to everyone. What was he like being Uncle Walt to you? Uh, yeah. I I saw him a handful of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one time he told me to to get the f- off the uh, off his grass because oh. uh, I was I was playing on his grass and he didn't like that. Oh. Yeah, he, he, he could swear quite a lot. Wow. Yeah. Um, did, did did you ever, ever get to go to Disneyland? I've been once, years after he died. Oh. Yeah. I, he, he wouldn't have given you free tickets, I suppose. Oh God, no, oh. no, no, no. Oh. I uh. Yeah, I was an adult when I went, and uh, you know times were tough, and I'd, I'd fall on some hard times, and I nearly sold my my pair of Mickey Mouse underwear. Oh. Uh, but luckily, I didn't. I uh, I ended up selling drugs instead to pay for my my trip to Disneyland. Oh. I'm not proud of it, uh, uh, Wade, but uh, 
but that's what I did to get to Disneyland. But I still, still have my my original pair of Mickey Mouse underwear, underoos as we used to call them, uh, that Uncle Walt gave me. They're tight, but but I still wear them today. Well, uh, uh, for a lot of people, I guess it's the happiest place on earth. Not not quite the happiest place for you. Oh, I don't know. I had some fun times in the toilets there, but. Yeah. But that's another story, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm in therapy now. I can't talk about that kind of stuff. Oh, um, well, um, uh, Mr. Disney, th- thank you very much for your time. W- was there anything that you'd like to say that I, I haven't asked you about Walt or, or about the Disney family? Um, can you give me some money? Send me some money for this interview. Like, uh, 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 oh, I, I think you're breaking up there. Thank, thank you very much, Mr. Disney. Where, where are you? Australia? Can I come to Australia? Do you have a Disneyland there? Hello? Hello? God damn it, I'm gonna have to sell these underwear.